Yo, remember yeah. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like yeah. Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the day. This is not the most the king, yo. It's about a thing. Welcome to Brunch Culture. I'm your host, Randall Keith, and I'm joined as always by my incredible co-host, Ms. Lisa Victoria. Hey. So today we are going to dive into some interesting discussions. We want to start off by just thanking you guys for all of your support. Brunch Culture has been doing really well. This is only our third week, and we have almost 300 listens between the two first shows that we put out. Um, We've gotten some followers on Instagram, some followers on Twitter. We just want to start off by thanking you guys for supporting the show, supporting the movement, and just actually continue to to promote us and share us with your friends. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, We also want to congratulate Randall because he graduated with his master's um, in public administration from Nova um, this week. So we want to congratulate him um, on graduating. That's a huge accomplishment. So congratulations, Randall. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So this week in review, um, there's a couple of things that um, we wanted to talk about on brunch. Um, brunch culture this week that happened, um, Think Like a Man 2 came out, which was a big, big movie um, that we anticipated for the summer. And I went to go see it on opening day because I was a big fan of the first one. And when I tell you, I kind of was disappointed. It, it wasn't what I expected it. Um, I know you didn't see it, Randall, because you thought it was a chick flick. Yeah, I can't um, support the chick flicks. <laughs> no, nothing against the chick flicks, but think like a man. I already think like a man. I don't need someone to tell me how to do that. <laughs> so I went and watched it with one of my um, friends, and it was cool. I didn't even ask her what she thought of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just knew what I did like about it. Was that it. bad? So what was bad about it? Was it not the plot not as good? I didn't think was the pl- it- I thought it was forced. Like I just I was like, oh, why is it was just I felt like the comedy was forced, everything, the jokes, it was just like the storyline to me felt rushed. It, the, the acting to me wasn't that good. I was just I felt like uh, in a lot of moments they were overacting. I didn't really like it. It was just not what I anticipated. And to me, the first one was way better. Well, it definitely, it, I mean, it made some pretty good numbers. It came in at number one. Um, it talked, they, they, they talked about it. Uh, the stars, Kevin Hart, they were all tweeting about things and just saying, hey, you know, we made it to number one. He did mention, I was watching, I want to say on Good Morning, Good Morning America, he said that they were trying to give the hangover type vibe. So they were kind of going taking it like the hangover and they went to Vegas and it was supposed to just be just that much grand because it was more universal comedy um, than it was. Did you get that feel? Did you? Um, I guess I just, I, and maybe, I don't know. It just, I wasn't really into it. Okay. Well, (laughs) that's why I didn't see it. I think if you guys did see think like a man, um, definitely support those movies that don't mind putting, um, diverse cast on the screen. Hey, if you like it, I'd say go see it. For me, again, I already think like a man. I didn't want to see it, so I just passed on it anyway. <laughs> well, that was our week in review. Here's um, today's topic is, um, is college worth it? Is it worth it? So this comes from uh, recently having uh, some discussion 
with some other young professionals. And, you know, it's kind of the age old question of why do we go to college? What do we get from college? A number of people are going to college. We go to college. We graduate with our, uh, our undergrad degrees or our master's degrees. And in today's time, we face uh, so, so much of a challenge in this uphill battle trying to get a job um, and a job that, that's actually in our field and one that we actually want. So we had some discussions about, you know, is college, is college relevant today? Should we be going to college? Um, so I did a little research and I found a couple of articles um, and one actually boasted a, some statistics that were done. Um, uh, this, this article comes from Huffington Post and they basically said that this was based on 2010 data, but it said of the 41.7 million working college graduates on the year 2010, about 48% of those um, were working in positions that required less than a bachelor's degree. And 38% of those, of the total amount polled, had positions that required um, that they shouldn't even need a high school diploma. So when I read that, it kind of just reinforced this question of, so today, why do we go to college? What is it worth? Are we getting our, the, the amount of money that some of us have to invest in getting these degrees? Is it relevant? Is it producing the type of salaries and uh, lifestyles that we envision and that we're sold when we graduate high school and are told to go to college? Or are we just kind of completing a process to basically say that we're capable? I mean, I think that um, it's just, it varies. Now, it depends on what degree type you get. If you have a degree in criminal justice, if you have a degree in psychology, sociology, sometimes it's more difficult than if you have a degree, or even a, just a general business degree, if you have a degree in engineering. True. Computers. I think we have to look at where our country is going, where um, technology is going. And so I think the degree and what you get your degree in is important because a lot of markets are oversaturated. You have um, an influx of people with um, law degrees, and that market is oversaturated. You have an influx of people with business degrees, and that's a saturated market. So... It depends on what you get your degree in, and I think the way the country is moving, the way job growth is moving, a lot of it is moving towards engineering, and a lot of it is moving towards computer sciences. So those are the degrees that are thriving right now. When you look at Google and Facebook and those kinds of jobs, um, working in those companies and Yahoo, those require technology degrees or, you know, your engineering or, you know, you got your civil engineering um, all of these other kinds of um, things, and if you don't focus on that, then you might be left out of the job market. I know my undergrad degree was in public relations, and that's that's one of those degrees like you may you may get a job in your field, you may not, but you have to really grind to get that job right. in your field. And I think to a master's degree is really important now. Yeah, I mean you. Just graduated with your master's. I graduate um, next um, spring with mine. And I think that's like, especially in the city, everybody you meet. Right. 
what do you have? Oh, I have my master's or I got my PhD. There's two particular people that I go to that I was with brunch with a, a couple months ago and I was just meeting them. We had mutual friends and I asked, a, asked her, um, so what do you do? She was like, oh, I work for NASA. I have my PhD in molecular biology. And so that's just the norm in the city. Or right. he was like, oh, I have my PhD. I'm, I graduate with my PhD in political science and I'm going to work on the Hill. You know what I'm saying? So right. when you think about in the city, it's the norm. When you just rub elbows with people, people have their master's degrees. Right. So a bachelor's is not the norm if you're trying to get ahead in the city. Right. And I, I think um, I, I definitely experienced that with a lot of my friends when we graduated from undergrad, I definitely was one of those people that were really fortunate to graduate and to have, in essence, for a period of time, a position that was created for me because I had worked as a student assistant, intern type capability, and then move into a role as an accountant. And I had an accounting degree. And I remember a number of my friends that graduated um, with their accounting degree as well they faced a, a uphill battle trying to get a relevant position. Um, and and one of the, the things that I think uh, that happened was just, you know, we had these we had this this degree and we had these experiences, but although when we when it came time to apply for a job, most of the companies said we want three to five years of experience. Mm-hmm. And these are for entry level positions. And so for me I'm saying, you know, three to five years, I'm not entry. I've already entered. And so I remember one of my friends, we would always say, how in the world am I supposed to get three to five years experience if you won't even give me the opportunity to get my foot in the door? And as somebody that had some form of an internship opportunity, how are you telling me that my internship opportunity is not relevant still? So, And then too, we have to consider, I think the, the idea that once you, you figure out, oh, I can't find a job in my field, then I just go searching for any job. And those kinds of jobs sometimes don't have a place where you can really grow. Right. So you get stuck in a job, and I get five years of experience, but it has no um, direct correlation with the degree I earned. So I have an experience, and I have a degree, but none of they don't intersect at any time. Right. So then when I try to then go and say, oh, okay, I worked three to five years in this job that was irrelevant to my degree, then I still don't have the experience to go right. with my degree. Exactly. And so I just have, I worked, but if it's not something that will help you, right. then what, I mean, if you go, if you have a degree and you go work in a call center and say your degree is um, like my public relations, I work in a call center five years, I still don't have the the experience to go with the PR degree. Right. So what did that working really produce for me? Hmm. But just get me a job that I could have gotten in the call center. You could you could easily get that without a, a college degree. Right. So one of the things that I think is important to do in terms of presenting yourself resume-wise, one of my frat brothers actually helped me with this. Um, he said that there are a lot of skills that are transferable. We just have to know how to... Uh, make the correlation between those skills. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you'll have people that may not necessarily be qualified, if you will, for a position, but they've positioned their resume in a, in a way that it shows that, you know, I've never served as an account manager, but I have a lot of 
experience um, dealing with people on a day-to-day -day basis, building relationships, making relationships, following up. Um, uh, if I, you highlight those types of things on a resume, that can say to a recruiter or you know a potential hiring manager, although you haven't done it, you've made the connection for me on your resume and potentially on a subsequent document that you have those skills that can be transferred from one position to another. So I think that's definitely something that um, if we find ourselves in that position, if anyone has found themselves in that position, you can't get the experience for the field that you want to be in. Start looking at those transferable skills that you can actually highlight to get you in there. And I think, too, networking is such a critical um, piece. I yeah. think that um, when we're undergrad, we, we focus on, you know, grades, which should be done, but... Uh, I think a lot is done through networking. True. Um, there are some people I know that didn't necessarily have the grades, but they got the job because they're a networker. Right. And I know somebody, some people who have grades and don't have a job yeah. because they're not a networker. And at some point you have to move from looking at the books to connecting with people. And I think um, if you're going to be successful in this day and age in the job market, it's about networking. Right. I, I know that um, we were sitting at brunch one day and uh, one of my friends, Brian, he was like, you know, half most of the jobs on USA Jobs are already taken. They're just up yeah. there from for formality's sake because the people who got their jobs, those jobs are the people who network to get them. Right. So when they're posted on there, it's just a formality's sake, but they already know who they're going to give the job to. Right. So if I haven't, I, networking is about, okay, I'm networking with this manager, you know, using sources like LinkedIn and just going to networking events and um, rubbing elbows with other young professionals to see where can I get fit in. I know a friend of mine that um, works um, on the Hill, uh, a, a new job opportunity she got was from another person, one of her friends, that was like, oh, my job is about to hire for this. Hmm. Awesome. You put your resume in, and this is even before it's posted, but that's because she knew somebody that knew somebody. And right. I think we don't, we, we don't network enough, and we don't consider the power of networking, and we don't consider the power of just you know, making those connections, like you said, on your resume. Right. I th so one of the things is when we, when we ask the question, we talk about the question, is college worth it? Is it still relevant today? One of the things that I think about and I that I've definitely learned, I am, you know, being a first-generation college student, um, not having anyone before me that could kind of teach me the role of, you know, how college, how beneficial college is, when I went to college, I was like a sponge. I soaked everything up. I looked at those student leaders that came before me, and I was so amazed and impressed by them. And some of them I didn't make, I wasn't uh, best of friends with, and I, did, you know, I didn't hang out with all the time, but they imparted so much knowledge on me. And just being able to sit back and watch them do what they did, I learned so much. And, and even connecting to faculty, um, there are a number of faculty that supported me and helped me. More specifically, uh, one faculty member, Miss um, Ed Edwana Andrews, she was she stepped up um, and kind of encouraged me to be more involved, but be involved in an authentic way. Figure out how can the the stuff that I was doing and the the way I was a student leader, how I could make connections. Um, 
to that, to my personal life, but also going forward. So I think when we think about college, if we just look at the fact that you're going to graduate and get this degree that says that you're capable or you retain certain knowledge or, you know, you were uh, a pseudo expert in one area, it's not just about that. You get so many other things. I learned the art of networking. I learned how to be a better communicator. I learned how to position myself better. I learned how to calm my, my anger and my temper and understand, you know, how to be uh, this person, this educated man, if you will, which I never had exposure to. So when we think about college, I think we have to look at it beyond the point of, oh, we are just getting this degree. There's so many other skills that you can't pinpoint, that you can't put your finger on, that college gives and it gives us that I definitely got, that I can't say college isn't worth it. I think the, I can't put a price on those skills. I can't put a price on uh, how much I developed as an as a individual and as a man. I think, too, one of the questions, is college worth it? Is it worth the student loan debt that we accumulate hmm. in college is, a, is a, <laughs> a horse of a different color? I think that um, just the, the fact that I think it, I read somewhere that it was like over 500% in the last five years, the, the student loan rate has increased. And for as far as people getting student loans, and um, I think that has a lot to do with people going to these um, for-profit colleges and yes. them them taking advantage of it. But on the other end, just the growing um, growing tuition costs um, of college is just getting ridiculous. And the fact that in this, even in this middle-class family bubble, people have enough. Even in the middle class, they are living paycheck to paycheck. Right. So they don't have the money to send their children to school. And their income doesn't perm permit for the Pell Grant because they make too much. But their debt income ratio is, is, is not, um, doesn't fit in the bracket for, the for their children to receive assistance. So the student is stuck with the burden of getting student loan student debt. Loans or not going to college, or trying to do tuition reimbursement, but in order to do tuition reimbursement, you have to have money to front tuition right. reimbursement. Right. So it's kind of like I'm stuck where if, I, if society tells me I need to go to college to be successful, yet I don't have the money, so I'm stuck between what do I do? Do I go to the military and get them to pay? But by the time you do that, do you really want to go back? You know, it's right. just... right. All of these things, and I think it's just really out of control, and something definitely has to be done about the student loan debt because you know, if you're going to come out of school and you're going to be making thirty-five to forty thousand, but you have forty to fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt, I mean, then you then you're looking at like, was this piece of paper worth it? And right. when Sally made call, you like, you can have it back, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know. I, it's just, it, it's hard to, you know, to say. Yeah. So I think just to wrap that up, um, I'll say, and I think when if asked the question, if someone were to say, uh, Randall, is college worth it? I still have to say that it is. I think we have to be smart about uh, borrowing money. I think we have to be smart and work with children early on um, to make sure that their grades, their, in a, their high school grades are good enough so they're in a position to get free money, free support. We should definitely be out um, 
applying for scholarships and getting that free aid the best that we can. But I still have to say I'm team college. I think that higher education, educating yourself is always the end thing to do. I think we just have to get more smarter and more creative about how we accomplish that goal. Yeah, and I'm definitely a proponent of college and especially, especially in the African-American community because there is such a disparity um, and the 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 fact that you have to work twice as hard to get half as far, sometimes that is true. And so you need to have your degree. I mean, it, it's just it's the reality. So, you know, you have to play by the rules. I right. mean, you can't fight to change the rules. Right. You can do that. But at the same time, you just have to do what you have to do. And, you know, getting a college education is important. And I encourage you to get your your um, bachelor's, your master's, PhD, go as far as you could go with it. And the sky's the limit. And if, you know, there's ways to pay off your student loan debt, you have to get creative. Yeah. And, you know, as um, my best friend always tells me, um, it'll get paid. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about that. Just finish. (laughs) And so, you know, I think it's worth it. What do you... No, I definitely, I, I I support with that. So you, you just said, it's so funny, um, you, you said what your best friend says about it'll get paid. Um, I thought about a very interesting meme that it seems to be the new craze, the new popular craze, the Kermit the Frog memes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've seen, I've seen this one meme, um, and basically Kermit was saying something to the tune of... Um, I think you you have a lot of Instagram followers or, or your Instagram followers are, are so high, but your bank account is so low type thing. And he sips his tea and says, but that's not my business. So it was it's pretty funny, actually really hilarious. I realized this is going on. This is like the new fad, the new craze. Kermit is everywhere. He is famous all over again. <laughs> and that leads us to today's. Random topic. Today's random topic is Kermit memes. And I am, when I tell you, I've been off of social media for a couple weeks, uh, just trying to focus and get some work done. And when I tell you, I got back on last night. And when I saw, I was flooded with Kermit memes (laughs) in my timeline. And I'm like, this it's hilarious. I like, how did I miss this? Who came up with this? I just want to, whoever came up with this, thank you because you made my day yesterday. I was on conversation after conversation on the phone with one of my friends and one of my friends actually threw shade at me about something that I had done and she was like, oh, but that's none of my business. And I said, <laughs> oh, so you hit me with Kermit. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know what? I can't even say anything because this particular friend, she going to keep it real and she going to go hard regardless. So I was like, you know what? Shade, I got you. <laughs> but uh, I there's a, a four in particular that we posted that I thought were the best Kermit memes. I don't, I just, it. I'm like, oh, man. This is hilarious. The first one said, you posting pics of your man, but he doesn't post any of you. 
but that's none of my business. Because <laughs> we all know we have those followers who post their man, but when we go to that man page, it don't mean no pictures. So I'm like, are you together or not? Shade. <laughs> the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> The next one was, I saw you put that food stamp card out of, pull that food stamp card out of your Gucci bag. But that's none of my business. We all have been in the line with somebody who got on all name brand stuff, yeah. but pull out that American flag. <laughs> <laughs> shade again. This is so much shade. The last, uh, the last two. I'm gonna let Randall read those last two for us. So uh, the the one of them says. Four of my followers got the same boyfriend, but that's none of my business, as Kermit continues to sip his tea. <laughs> um, and then, wow, this one says, every time it rains, your eyebrows disappears, but that's none of my business. I don't know where this picture comes from or who came up with this idea, but trust me, we have a lot of lot of laughs. I literally, I promise, I think it was like maybe one morning last week or maybe the week before, I woke up and I I saw one of them and I ain't paid any mind. I was like, oh, that's, you know, it's pretty funny. But literally in the past couple of days, it's been all over social media. One of them says, y'all got more relationship goals than life goals, but that's none of my business. <laughs> this is, if you have a minute, go to Twitter uh, and just search uh, Kermit the Snitch. There's actually a couple different Instagram accounts. This will definitely get you a lot of good laughs. If you going through, you feeling down, you just want to laugh, go to Twitter, go to Instagram, type in Kermit the Snitch, or just search Kermit. I'm, all of these things come up. I'm sure they're on Google as well. It is hilarious, hilarious. And if you find some good ones, at, tag us at Brunch Culture. Um, our, our, our Twitter is at Brunch Culture, and our Instagram is at Brunch underscore, underscore Culture. Tag us in some of them, and let's interact and see what you guys see, because these are definitely hilarious. And, and um, like us on Facebook, too, at Facebook.com slash Brunch Culture. And also check out our new website, www.brunchculturebc.com, www.brunchculturebc.com. All our social media links are on there. You can find the recordings. You can hit the contact page and write us. Um, all of that's on there for more content. You know, Brunch Culture is where everything is up for discussion. And we look forward to hearing from you. We're looking forward to hearing your feedback. And we thank you for listening and for getting some of this Brunch Culture weekly. And remember, at Brunch Culture, everything, everything is, is up, up for, for discussion. discussion.